0: Part two, chapter seven, b of the history of the devil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The History of the Devil by Daniel Defoe. Part two, chapter seven, b. In a word, a secret power of discovering what devils we have among us and where and what business they are doing would be a vast advantage to us all that we might know among the crowd of devils that walk about streets who are apparitions and who are not now i you must know at certain intervals when the old gentleman's illuminations are upon me and when i have something of an éclairciment with him have some degrees of this discriminating second sight and therefore tis no strange thing for me to tell a great many of my acquaintance that they are really devils when they themselves know nothing of the matter sometimes indeed i find it pretty hard to convince them of it or at least they are very unwilling to own it but it is not the less so for that i had a long discourse upon this subject one day with a young beautiful lady of my acquaintance who the world very much admired and as the world judges no farther than they can see and how should they you would say they took her to be as she really was a most charming creature to me indeed she discovered herself many ways besides the advantage i had of my own extraordinary penetration by the magic powers which i invested with to me i say she appeared a fury a satyr a fiery little fiend as could possibly be dressed up in flesh in short she appeared to me what really she was a very devil it is natural to human creatures to desire to discover any extraordinary powers they are possessed of superior to others and this itch prevailing in me among the rest i was impatient to let this lady know that i understood her composition perfectly well nay as well as she did herself in order to this happening to be in the family once for some days and having the honour to be very intimate with her and her husband too i took an opportunity on an extraordinary occasion when she was in the height of good-humour to talk with her you must note that as i said the lady was in an extraordinary good-humour and there had been a great deal of mirth in the family for some days but one evening sir e her husband upon some very sharp turn she gave to another gentleman which made all the company pleasant run to her and with a passion of good humour takes her into his arms and turning to me says he jack this wife of mine is full of wit and good humour but when she has a mind to be smart she's the keenest little devil in the world this was alluding to the quick turn she had given the other gentleman is that the best language you can give your wife says my lady oh madam says i such devils as you are all angels ay ay says my lady i know that he has only let a truth fly out that he does not understand look ye there now says sir edward could anything but such a dear devil as this have said a thing so pointed well 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 adds he devil to a lady in a man's arms is a word of divers interpretations thus they rallied for a good while he holding her fast all the while in his arms and frequently kissing her and at last it went off all in sunshine and mirth. But the next day, for I had the honour to lodge in the lady's father's house, where it all happened, I say the next day my lady begins with me upon the subject, and that very smartly, so that first I did not know whether she was in jest or earnest. Aye, aye, says she, you men make nothing of your wives after you have them, alluding to the discourse with Sir Edward the night before why madam says i we men as you are pleased to term it if we meet with good wives worship them and make idols of them what would you have more of us no no says she before you have them they are angels but when you have been in heaven adds she and smiled then they are devils why madam says i devils are angels you know and were the highest sort of angels once yes says she very smartly all devils are angels but all angels are not devils but madam says i you should never take it ill to be called devil you know i know says she hastily what do you mean by that why madam says i and looked very gravely and serious i thought you had known that i knew it or else i would not have said so for i would not offend you but you may depend i shall never discover it unless you order me to do so for your particular service upon this she looked hard and wild and bid me explain myself i told her i was ready to explain myself if she would give me her word she would not resent it and would take nothing ill she gave me her word solemnly she would not though like a true devil she broke her promise with me all at once well however being unconcerned whether she kept her word or no i began by telling her that i had not long since obtained by second sight and had some years studied magic By which I could penetrate into many things which to ordinary perception were invisible, and had some glasses by the help of which I could see into all visionary or imaginary appearances in a different manner than other people did. Very well, says she, suppose you can. What's that to me? I told her it was nothing to her any further than that as she knew herself to be originally not the same creature she seemed to be, but was of a sublime, angelic original so by the help of my recited art i knew it too and so far it might relate to her very fine says she so you would make a devil of me indeed i took that occasion to tell her i would make nothing of her but what she was that i suppose she knew well enough god almighty never thought fit to make any human creature so perfect and completely beautiful as she was but that such were also reserved for figures to be assumed by angels of another kind or other she rallied me upon that and told me that would not bring me off for i had not determined her for anything angelic but a mere devil and how could i flatter her with being handsome and a devil both at the same time i told her as satan whom we abusively called devil was an immortal seraph and of an original angelic nature so abstracted from anything wicked he was a most glorious being that when he thought fit to encase himself with flesh and walk about in disguise it was in his power equally with the other angels to make the form he took upon himself be as he thought fit beautiful or deformed Here she disputed the possibility of that and after charging me faintly with flattering her face told me the devil could not be represented by anything handsome alleging our constant picturing the devil in all the frightful appearances imaginable i told her we wronged him very much in that and quoted st francis to whom the devil frequently appeared in the form of the most incomparable beautiful naked woman to allure him and what means he used to turn the appearance into a devil again and how he affected it she put by the discourse and returned to that of angels and insisted that angels did not always assume beautiful appearances that sometimes they appeared in terrible shapes but that when they did not it was at best only amiable faces not exquisite and that therefore it would not hold that to be handsome should always render them suspected i told her the devil had more occasion to form beauties than other angels had his business being principally to deceive and ensnare mankind and then i gave her some examples upon the whole i found by her discourse she was willing enough to pass for an angel but twas the hardest thing in the world to convince her that she was a devil and she would not come into that by any means she argued that i knew her father and that her mother was a very good woman and was delivered of her in the ordinary way and that there was such and such ladies who were present in the room when she was born and that had often told her so i told her that was nothing in such a case as hers that when the old gentleman had occasion to transform himself into a fine lady he could easily dispose of a child and place himself in the cradle instead of him when the nurse or mother were asleep nay or when they were brought awake either it was the same thing to him and i quoted luther to her upon that occasion who affirms that it had been so however i said to convince her that i knew it for i would have it that she knew it already if she pleased i would go to my chamber and fetch her my magic looking-glass where she should see her own picture not only as it was an angelic picture for the world to admire but a devil also frightful enough to anybody but herself and me that understood it no no she said i'll look in none of your conjuring glasses i know myself well enough and i desire to look no otherwise than i am no madam says i i know that very well nor do you need any better shape than you appear in is most exquisitely fine all the world knows you are a complete beauty and that is a clear evidence what you would be if your present appearing form was reduced to its proper personality appearing form she said why what would you make an apparition of me an apparition an apparition madam says i yes to be sure why you know you are nothing else but an apparition And what else would you be when it is so infinitely to your advantage? With that she turned pale and angry, and then rose up hastily and looked into the glass, a large pure glass being in the room, where she stood, surveying herself from head to foot, with vanity not a little. I took that time to slip away, and running into my apartment, I fetched my magic glass as I called it, in which I had a hollow case so framed behind a looking glass that in the first you would see her own face only. In the second she would see the devil's face, ugly and frightful enough, but dressed up with a lady's head-clothes in a circle, the devil's face in the centre, as it were, at a little distance behind. I came down again so soon that she did not think the time long, especially having spent it in surveying her fair self. When I returned, I said, "'Come, madam, do not trouble yourself to look there. That is not a glass capable of showing you anything. Come, take this glass.' it will show me as much of myself says she a little scornfully as i desire to see so she continued looking in the pure glass after some time more seeing her a little out of humour i waited to see what observations she would make i asked her if she had viewed herself to her satisfaction she said she had and she had seen nothing of devil about her come madam said i look here and with that i opened the looking-glass and she looked in it but saw nothing but her own face well says she the glasses agree well enough i see no difference what can you make of it with that i took it a little away don't you says i then i should be mistaken very much so i looked in it myself and giving it a turn imperceptible to her i showed it her again where she saw the devil indeed dressed up like a fine lady but ugly and devil like as could be desired for a devil to be. She started, and cried out most horribly, and told me she thought I was more of a devil than she, for that she knew nothing of those tricks, and I did it to fright her. She believed I had raised the devil. I told her it was nothing but her own natural picture, and that she knew well enough, and that I did not show it her to inform her of it, but to let her know that I knew it too, that she might make no pretenses of being offended when i talked familiarly to her of a thing of this nature very well so says she i am a real frightful devil am i oh madam says i don't say am i why you know what you are don't you a devil i certainly as sure as the rest of the world believes you a lady i had a great deal of farther discourse with her upon that subject though she would fain have beat me off of it and two or three times she put the talk off and brought something else on but i always found means to revive it and to attack her upon the reality of her being a devil till at last i made her downright angry and then she showed it first she cried told me i came to affront her that i would not talk so if sir ed was by and that she ought not to be used so i endeavoured to pacify her and told her i had not treated her with any indecency nor i would not because while she thought fit to walk abroad in it was none of my business to discover her that if she thought fit to tell sir ed anything of the discourse she was very welcome or to conceal it which i thought the wisest course she should do just as she pleased but i made no question i should convince sir e her husband that what i said was just and that i was really so whether it was for her service or no for him to know it was for her to consider this calmed her a little and she looked hard at me a minute without speaking a word, when on a sudden she broke out thus. And you will undertake, says she, to convince Sir Ed that he has married a devil, will ye? A fine story, indeed. And what follows? Why, then, it must follow that the child I go with, for she was big with child, will be a devil too, will it? A fine story for Sir Ed, indeed, isn't it? I don't know that, madam, says I. That's as you order it but the father's side said i i know it will not but what it may be by the mother's side there is a doubt i can't resolve till the devil and i talk farther about it you and the devil talk together says she and looks ruefully at me why do you talk with the devil then i madam says i as sure as ever you did yourself besides said i can you question that pray who am i talking to now i think you are mad says she why you will make devils of all the family it may be and particularly i must be with child of a devil that's certain no madam said i tis not certain as i said before i question it why you say i am the devil the child you know has always most of the mother in it then that must be a devil too i think what else can it be says she i can't tell you that madam said i that's as you agree among yourselves this kind does not go by generation that's a dispute foreign to the present purpose then i entered into a discourse with her of the ends and purposes for which the devil takes up such beautiful forms as hers and why it always gave me a suspicion when i saw a lady handsomer than ordinary and set me upon the search to be satisfied whether she was really a woman or an apparition a lady or a devil allowing all along that her being a devil was quite out of the question upon that very foot she took me up again roundly and so says she you are very civil to me through all your discourse for i see it ends all in that and you take it as a thing confessed that i am a devil a very pretty piece of good usage indeed she says i thank you for it nay madam says i do not take it ill of me for i only discover to you that i knew it i do not tell it you as a secret for you are satisfied of that another way satisfied of what says she that i am a devil i think the devil's in you and so began to be hot a devil yes madam says i without doubt a mere devil take it as you please i can't help that so i begin to take it ill that she should be disgusted at opening such a well-known truth to her with that she discovered it all at once for she turned fury in the very letter of it flew out in a passion railed at me cursed me most heartily, and immediately disappeared, which, you know, is the particular mark of a spirit or apparition. We had a great deal of discourse besides this, relating to several other young ladies of her acquaintance, some of which, I said, were mere apparitions like herself, and told her which were so and which not, and the reason why they were so, and for what uses and purposes, some to delude the world one way and some another, and she was pretty well pleased to hear that, but she could not bear to hear her own true character which however as cunning as she was made her act the devil at last as you have heard and then vanished out of my sight i have seen her in miniature several times since but she proves herself still to be the devil of a lady for she bears malice and will never forgive me that i would not let her be an angel but like a very devil as she is she endeavours to kill me at a distance and indeed the poison of her eyes basilisk like is very strong and she has a strange influence upon me but i that know her to be a devil strive very hard with myself to drive the memory of her out of my thoughts i have had two or three engagements since this with other apparitions of the same sex and i find that they are all alike they are willing enough to be thought angels but the word devil does not go down at all with them but tis all one whether we see an apparition it is so natural to say we have seen the devil that there's no prevailing with mankind to talk any other language a gentleman of my acquaintance the other day that had courted a lady a long time had the misfortune to come a little suddenly upon her when she did not expect him and found her in such a rage at some of her servants that it quite disordered her Especially a footman the fellow had done something that was indeed provoking but not sufficient to put her into such a passion and so out of herself nor was she able to restrain herself when she saw her lover come in but damned the fellow and raged like a fury at him my friend did his best to compose her and beg the fellow's pardon of her but it would not do nay the poor fellow made all the submissions that could be expected but twas the same thing and so the gentleman not caring to engage himself farther than became him withdrew and came no more at her for three days in all which time she was hardly cool The next day my friend came to me and talking of it in confidence to me i'm afraid says he i'm going to marry a she-devil and so told me the story i took no notice of him but finding out his mistress and taking proper measures with some of my particular skill i soon found out that it was really so that she was a mere apparition and had it not been for that accidental disorder of her passions which discovered her inside she might indeed have cheated any man, for she was a lovely devil as ever was seen. She talked like an angel, sung like a siren, did everything, and said everything that was taking and charming. But what then? It was all apparition, for she was a mere devil. It is true, my friend married her, and though she was a devil, without doubt, yet either she behaved so well, or he was so good, I never could hear him find fault with her. These are particular instances but alas i could run you a length beyond all those examples and give you such a list of devils among the gay things of the town that would fright you to think of and you would presently conclude with me that all the perfect beauties are devils mere apparitions but time and paper fails so we must only leave the men the caution let them venture at their peril i returned to the subject we have a great many charming apparitions of like kind go daily about the world in complete masquerade and though we must not say so they are in themselves mere devils wicked dangerous murthering devils that kill various ways some basilisk like with their eyes some siren like with their tongues all murderers even from the beginning it is true tis pity these pretty apparitions should be devils be so mischievous as they are but since it is so i can do no less than to advertise you of it that you may shun the devil in whatever shape you meet with him again there are some half devils they say like the sagittari half man half horse or rather like the satyr who they say is half devil half man or like my lord bishop who they say was half-headed whether they mean half-witted or no i do not find authors agreed about it but if they had voted him such it had been as kind a thing as any they could say of him because it would have cleared him from the scandal of being a devil or half a devil for we don't find the devil makes any allegiance with fools then as to married devils there's my master g he may indeed have the devil in him but it must be said to the credit of possession in general that satan would have scorned to have entered into a soul so narrow that there was not room to hold him or to take up with so discording a creature so object so scoundrel as never made a figure among mankind greater than that of a thief a marauder moulded up into quality and a raparee dressed up a la masque with a robe and a coronet some little dog kennel devil may indeed take up his quarters in or near him and so run into and out of him as his drum beats a call but to him that was born a devil satan that never acts to no purpose could not think him worth being possessed by anything better than a devil of a dirty quality that is to say a spirit too mean to wear the name of devil without some badge or addition of infamy and meanness to distinguish it by thus what devil of quality would be confined to a person who inheriting all the pride and insolence of his ancestors without one of their good qualities the bully the billingsgate and all the hereditary ill-language of his family, without an ounce of their courage, that has been rescued five or six times from the scandal of a coward, by the bravery and at the hazard of friends, and never failed to be ungrateful, that if he ever committed a murder, did it in cold blood, because nobody could prove he ever had any hot. Who possessed with a poltroon devil, was always wickeder in the dark, than he durst be by daylight and who after innumerable passive sufferings has been turned out of human society because he could not be kicked or cuffed either into good manners or good humour to say this was a devil an apparition or even a half devil would be unkind to satan himself since though he the devil has so many millions of inferior devils under his command not one could be found base enough to match him nor one devil found but would think himself dishonoured to be employed about him some merry good-for-nothing devils we have indeed which we might if we had room speak of at large and divert you too with a relation such as my lady hat devil in essex who upon layering a joiner's mallet in the window of a certain chamber would come very orderly and knock with it all night upon the window or against the wainscot and disturb the neighbourhood and then go away in the morning as well satisfied as may be whereas if the mallet was not left he would think himself affronted and be as insufferable and terrifying as possible breaking the windows splitting the wainscot, committing all the disorders and doing all the damage that he was able to the house and to the goods in it and again such as the drumming devil in the well at Undal and northamptonshire and such like a great many attic devils have been seen also who seem to have little or nothing to do but only to assure us that they can appear if they please, and that there is a reality in the thing called apparition. As to shadows of devils, and imaginary appearances such as appear, and yet are invisible at the same time, I thought to have bestowed a chapter upon them by themselves, but it may be as much to the purpose to let them alone as to meddle with them. Tis said our old friend Luther used to be exceedingly troubled with such invisible apparitions, and he tells us much of them in what they call his table-talk but with master luther's leave though the devil passes for a great liar i could swallow many things of his own proper making as soon as some of those i find in a book that goes by his name particularly the story of the devil in a basket the child flying out of the cradle and the like in a word the walking devils that we have generally among us are of the female sex whether it be the devil finds less difficulty to manage them or that he lives quieter with them or that they are fitter for his business than the men i shall not now enter into a dispute about that perhaps he goes better disguised in the fair sex than otherwise antiquity gives us many histories of she-devils such as we can very seldom match for wickedness among the men such now as in the text: lot's daughters joseph's mistress samson's delilah herod's herodias these were certainly devils or played the devil sufficiently in their turn one male apparition indeed the scripture furnishes you with and that is judas for his master says expressly of him one of you is a devil not has the devil or is possessed of the devil but really is a devil or is a real devil how happy is it that this great secret comes thus to be discovered to mankind certainly the world has gone on in ignorance a long time and at a strange rate that we should have so many devils continually walking among us in human shape, and we know it not. Philosophers tell us that there is a world of spirits and many learned pieces of guesswork they make at it, representing the world to be so near us that the air as they describe it must be full of dragons and devils enough to fright our imaginations with the very thoughts of them. And if they say true, tis our great felicity that we cannot see any farther into it than we do which if we could would appear as frightful as hell itself but none of those sages ever told us till now that half the people who converse with us are apparitions especially of the women and among them especially this valuable part the woman of figure the fair the beautiful or patched and painted this unusual phenomena has been seen but a little while in but a little way and the general part of mankind cannot come into the same notions about it nay perhaps they will all think it strange but be it as strange as it will the nature of the thing confirms it this lower sphere is full of devils and some of both sexes have given strange testimonies of the reality of their pre-existent devilism for many ages past though i think it never came to that height as it has now it is true in former times satan dealt much in old women those as i have observed already very ugly ugly as a witch black as a witch i look like a witch all proverbial speeches and which testified what tools it was satan generally worked with and these old specters they tell us used to ride through the air in the night and upon broomsticks too almighty homely things some say they used to go to visit their grand seigneur the devil in those nocturnal perambulations but be that as it will to certain the devil has changed hands and now he walks about the world clothed in beauty covered with the charms of the lovely and he fails not to disguise himself effectually by it for who would think a beautiful lady could be a mask to the devil and that a fine face a divine shape a heavenly aspect should bring the devil in her company nay should be herself an apparition a mere devil the inquiry is indeed worth our while and therefore i hope all the enamoured beaux and boys all the beauty hunters and fortune hunters will take heed for i suppose if they get the devil they will not complain for want of a fortune and there's danger enough i assure you for the world is full of apparitions non rosa sine spinis not a beauty without a devil the old woman spectres and the young woman apparitions the ugly ones witches and the handsome ones devils lord have mercy and a blessing be set upon the man's door that goes according end of part 2 chapter 7b